Lately I've been really focusing on this idea of uniqueness, individuality, walking your own path, going against the crowd, separating yourself from the herd. In a practical sense, in a very realistic sense, not just as some thing you say to make yourself feel better, to feel like you're different when you're not. Because there's not always a bad thing about being the same or doing the same things. But I do think that we're going to see a lot more progress within ourselves and a lot more, we're going to get a lot more fulfillment out of life if we do decide to do things that are tailored to us and not tailored to groups of people or other individuals. I hit, I hit this wall specifically when I'm thinking about content. I'm thinking about work, pretty much. Um, I go in this loop where there's something in my life that I want or that I want to improve. Like, right now I'm thinking about switching, personal example, but I switched my socks to wool socks. And I switched from cotton. It's made a huge difference. It's way more comfortable, keeps my feet I sweat a lot, so it keeps everything a lot more comfortable. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I try underwear too. And I have one pair, it costs $26, which is the price of a pack of six of the normal underwear I typically get, but they're okay. Are they worth six pairs of my normal underwear? Yes, if I was making six times the money. Now, could we fit it in the budget? Could we make it work? Sure, we could. But for me, it just doesn't make sense. If I increase the money that I'm making right now, I feel like that's a logical way to go about it. I'm not going to pay six times more for my underwear while I'm still making the same amount of money. If I was buying this um, underwear for this price while I'm making this amount of money, if I make six times more, I'll go ahead and get the new underwear. And I'm thinking the same thing for my shirts, although the shirts are even more expensive than that. And then I'm like, okay, well, how do I make six times more money? Well, I make six times more money by making the business six times better. And it doesn't work out exactly like that, but the better the business ends up being, the more money I'll make. So how do I do that? Well, I make better content. How do I do that? Becoming a better version of myself. It always comes back to becoming a better version of myself. To make better content, I have to make, I have to be a better version of myself to create that content. And then to be a better version of myself, you know, there's different things. There is making more money, getting the, the new underwear that I want, but there's also being a better father, being a better husband, you know, taking care of the home a little bit better. And money can solve a lot of these issues, but it can't solve all the issues. So when I, when I hit this problem, I was like, okay, well, I need more money to be better. Well, how, how can I get better without more money. And the way you get better without more is you get better by focusing on less. That's pretty much the conclusion that I've come to. If I can't get more of something, if I can't buy something, if I can't, you know, um, do something, then I focus on what I can do. I focus on what I do have and I get rid of all of the shit that doesn't need to be there. That's eating up energy. It's kind of the same thing, same mindset in minimalism or, um, 
pretty much the same mindset of minimal, minimalism or essentialism, kind of. Do less, um, and that should lead to more results. And so you, you put money aside. And how do you still get better at being yourself without money? Because I think this is this is the essence of, of the thing. How do you make yourself better without money? When money would make you better. Yes, money 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 will make you more of what you already are. Money will make you more than what you already are. So you already have to be something for money to help you be more of that. So what you have to decide, and ideally before you end up with money, because I've had money before and I've squandered it, I've wasted it because I didn't know who I was. So I was spending it in all sorts of different directions, wasting it, you know, not not knowing what to do with it. And now I have a family, so there's there's more to think about now. But back to the question, how do you get better without money? Because the the same that the same problem is kind of the solution. How do you get better without money? Because you need money to be better. Or the same problem is not the solution. The like it's it's a double edge. It's it leads you in a circle. How do you get better? Without money, when money would make you better. Well, you just find out a way to make yourself better without money. There's always something that you can do. So for me, it's, you know, just organizing the house, making better content, and really diving down on the non-material aspects of life. Because I think money is definitely the first thing that I think of. But then the the second thing that I think of is typically like material solutions, okay, better system. Maybe I'll organize the office a little bit better so I can be more productive. I'll organize the kitchen a little bit better. I'll organize the kids' room a little bit better. I'll organize my closet a little bit better. All these little decisions that help me save time and let me be more productive and efficient. And while that helps, where I see the biggest gains or the biggest progress or the most improvement isn't money, isn't material things, it's spiritual its perspective its energy its time and where all those where that spiritual energy and time is is spent how i think about things what my perspective is on something and if i can shift it just a little bit you know if i just shift it you know five degrees this way or ten degrees that way that could make the difference of making a little bit of progress a whole lot of progress or making no progress at all and even declining or making a lot of progress how do you come to those decisions? It comes back to the point of this video. Uniqueness, individuality, going against the grain, separating yourself from the herd, but not, not just for the sake of separating yourself from the herd, but because eventually you're not going to be able to do what other people are doing for success you're, because they're not you. And I also think the fact that a lot of people, that a lot of people may be doing something isn't a sign that you need to be doing it or doing it the same way. There's, there's going to be a group of things that we all need to do. We all need to eat. We all need to sleep. Um, we all need to work in some way or another. Well, maybe not everybody. I guess some people don't have to work. But I think ideally we work, even if it's not for money, we do something that fulfills us, something labor, some sort of labor, some sort of, you know, I'm serving something, whether it's your country, your family, um, or yourself in hopes to serve more people than yourself eventually. We're going to have to do things our own way. 
and we have to accept our life for what it is. Um, I find myself, I, I find myself very happy with my life. Now there are definitely times when I want things, and I and I catch myself in the hole. You know, I set a goal, I want something, and I'm so far from it that I become unhappy because I don't have it. And I think, okay, the perfect version of me has this or has achieved this, but then I have to come back to the moment and I'm not that perfect version yet. So that creates unhappiness. Um, yeah, I've just stopped doing that in my head. I think I already accomplished this, I already have this. This is already done. All I have to do is enjoy the moment in time that I'm in right now in each subsequent moment until I get there because even when I get there that's still going to be enveloped or you know a small part of a larger um, scheme or a larger trajectory of my life so I try to I, I try to not think myself into that way of thinking you know big goals I have to get here I have to have more money I have to have this house um, those are typically my personal things more money more you know bigger house um better clothes or more, you know, better quality food. And, and those are all great things, you know, shelter, food, uh, money, providing for your family. I think those are things that we should strive to do. But in order to do that, we have to be the best versions of ourselves because the best version of your, the best version of you in some area of your life is probably going to be the best version of you in another area of your life. So if you're not making any progress in one area of your life, you just have to focus on another area of your life and then transfer what you learned in that area to the area that you that you want to grow and be comfortable with the fact that it's going to take time it's a process of refinement uh, i don't want to be corny but diamonds aren't made in a day you know a diamond a piece of coal just doesn't say i want to be a diamond and tomorrow they're a diamond it takes forever it doesn't take forever it takes a long time and we can speed that process up for ourselves, but we also have, have to realize that process can only be sped up so much. And if you speed it up too much and you skip steps and you, and you accidentally become the wrong version of yourself, you don't become the best version of yourself. You become some sped up, rushed, hurried version of yourself. Even if you do get the money, even if you do get the end goal, how you got there will still determine your quality of life and if you ultimately end up happy or not. So... It's going to take time. That's what it comes down to. It's going to take time. And the path that you take is, is going to have to be an individual one. Only you are going to know how to make your life better. I was watching um, the Lex Friedman and Mr. Beast podcast. Or not the, the Lex Friedman podcast with Mr. Beast. And Mr. Beast was saying, he said a couple of things that I thought were interesting. One, no one's going to beat him at his own game. So... You know, the way he makes YouTube videos, most successful YouTube video creator ever, no one's going to beat him doing what he does. And that's what he said. He said, if you ever want, not if you ever wanted to beat him, but if you ever wanted to be as successful on YouTube as him, you'd have to do something completely different because he's already forged that lane. And there's no way that he's not going to stay in front of that lane because he created it and he has, you know, a lifetime to go and he's going to keep going and only get faster. So there's no you don't beat someone at their own race. You don't beat someone at their own game. You have to make your own game. What, what, did, what else did he say? I think that's probably the biggest takeaway that I got. Um, you have to be yourself. You have to play your own game. You have to run your own race. Um, and I was watching 
Peter, I, I want to say Peter Thiel. I'm, I'm probably, I'm, that's probably not the name, but the dude who created PayPal, I was watching um, a class that he gave at, I think, Stanford. It's up on YouTube. You could probably just type in um, PayPal creator or whatever, his, what, no disrespect, but whatever his, whatever his name is, I, I forgot it. But um, what he was saying was was super valuable. And I'll probably go, you know, try to find more of his his videos if he, if he has any, because that one video that I watched was super valuable. He was saying, don't compete. Um, don't compete. Because a lot of resources are wasted in competition. He's saying there are two types of businesses. Businesses that are perf perfectly competitive and, and monopolies. Um, which, you know, it kind of sucks. But I mean, that, I mean, that's what it is. What did I get from that? Basically the same thing. You have to be your own, you have to be yourself. Cause he was like, you can, if you're perfectly competitive, then you're going to stay in that space and you're going to waste away resources just trying to compete pretty much. But um, if you want to be a monopoly, if you actually want to, you know, be the dominant figure, or if you want to, he was speaking in terms of business. So, you know, if you want to have a stronghold on the market, a, a monopoly, then you're going to have to do things differently and you're going to have to do them so differently and so much better than everybody else that you end up just controlling the market. Same thing with Mr. Beast is saying. You're not, you're not going to beat Mr. Beast as his own game. You're not going to beat any business that already has a monopoly at their own game. You're not going to beat anyone else at their own game because it's their game. They created the rules. They innovated it. They brought it to life. They were probably the first ones there or they were the last ones there and did it the best. What you have to do or what we have to do is figure out what it is that we want to do. Now, I think that was his other big point. He was like, don't think about competition. Think about what you truly want or what you truly are. You have, you have to focus on the most tangible aspect of why you're doing something. And I had this conversation with my wife after I watched, I watched a handful of videos on on this thing called blitzscaling, where um, popular, popularized by these Silicon Valley tech startups where you, you start a business and it's not profitable. You just try to grow as fast as you possibly can. And then once you're so big, then you try to figure out how to make profit. So it's kind of like, it's backwards of a traditional business where you figure out a good way to make money and then you know how to scale it. The blitzscaling is, uh, you scale and then you figure out how to make money, which anyways, I watched a whole bunch of videos on that. And, um, the video with, um, the PayPal dude is probably the best video that I saw on it. Well, it wasn't actually about that. It was about competition, but it was, it was related. Anyways, what I'm, what I'm basically saying is A common theme with the content that I've been watching or the things that I've been learning and you know the content I've been watching the knowledge that I've been getting but also the life that I've been living is like it all it really just comes down to you and what you want and and why you want it so I was talking to I was talking to my wife and saying you know I was kind of recapping everything that I had been learning and taking notes on and I was like you know I, I don't really want a huge business I was like, we, we live comfortably with the money that we have now. I definitely think we could raise that comfort. I definitely think we could make some more money and be happier. 
Um, but, I, but I also told her, I think there's going to be a, a very certain point where um, the effort to make money is going to take away from the lifestyle that we want. Because I like running a business. I like working. I love it. But I also love my family. I also love being at home, just chilling. I love uh, chilling, relaxing. I don't love the word chilling. But for lack of a better term, chilling, relaxing. Uh, just hanging around the house, doing stuff um, around the yard, organizing, cleaning up, fixing little things here and there. Um, working out, meditating, learning, watching YouTube videos on different stuff. And, and not not and to no means, really, because when I think about it, it's, it's really to become a better version of myself. Um, sure. But that's also just what I like doing. So I think there's also this trap where we do things to that we think will make us better versions of ourselves, when in reality, it just puts us into a mold that we think will, or it puts us into a lane or it puts us on a trajectory to get the things that we think we want. But I'm here to tell you, you're not going to work out if you don't actually like working out. I, I used to really try to force myself to work out because I thought working out is just what you're supposed to do. Successful people work out. You know, people who look good work out and I want to be successful. I want to look good. You know, I want to be healthy. And so I'll work out. But I never, never, never stuck to a habit of working out because it wasn't coming from me. I didn't want to work out. I just thought I needed to work out to be like other people that I looked up to or that I thought were successful or, you know, whose lives that I wanted. And it was never there was never like a conscious switch like, OK, well, I'm going to do it for myself now. Until maybe now, me saying it and being conscious of it, but I gradually, you know, through through kind of fumbling around and, and not being consistent working out, I actually started working out because um, I was having heart issues, and I was like, wow. And I had a family at the time too, so I was like, wow. If I if I just crapped out, you know, in a year because of my heart, because I'm not taking care of myself, then my family is kind of just left without me, and. That's not to be, you know, be all egotistical, but I think my wife is going to fare better if I'm around. I think my kids are going to fare better if I'm around. And, you know, I just want to be around and experience my kids grow up, spend life with my wife, you know, grow up business, you know, just do, do the whole thing. And I realized, like, I need to work out. I need to do some cardio. And it's not like I was visibly out of shape or visibly, like, unfit. I, I still looked pretty fit. I just wasn't <laughs> on the in, uh, on the outside. I looked pretty fit, but on the inside, I just wasn't. So what I had to do was just kind of like, well, this is why I'm doing it. And this is why I am personally doing it, because I want to be around to see my kids grow and have their own kids and be a granddad and maybe be a great granddad. And that was my reason. You know, I want to have energy throughout the day. I want to be healthy. I don't want to have heart pain in my 20s. So I started working out and now I work out every day. And now my reason, along with health and, and the heart stuff that I was, you know, experiencing is, is like, it's just fun. It's a great stress reliever. It, it reduces my anxiety. I never really get depressed anymore. Um, I feel a lot better. I have a lot more energy. And even, even though in the beginning, that's why I started working out. Because other people were saying, you know, I, I feel better. I don't get depressed. I, you know, I don't have anxiety. It took me finding my own reason to, to work out, to actually experience 
the things that I actually, that I first wanted from working out. And I think in the same way with anything that you're doing, you can't do it because anyone else is telling you to do it or because you think, you know, that's just what people do or that's, you know, you can't follow the herd. Even if you end up doing it, even if you end up doing the same thing as the, as the herd, you have to do it for your own reasons. And those reasons have to be very personal. They have to be very individualized because if they're not, you're not going to follow through because you're not living someone else's life. You're living your life. And if you don't live your life for your own reasons, doing what you want to do, you're not going to do it for very long. I think most of us naturally just end up kind of finding those things, but a lot of us also don't and end up living unfulfilling, unhappy lives because we never live our lives. We live the life of the herd or we live the life of these select individuals that we think have it all. And they might have it all, but they took their own path to get there. And if you want that, that's something that you you know think that you want, you're going to have to find your own path. So it's, it's not like don't follow the herd or don't do what the herd's doing, just or or not do it. It's like don't go with the grain, don't go against the grain, but w- whatever you choose to do, just do it for your own reasons. And know those reasons inside and out. And I think once you have those reasons, and they're not just, you know, surface level reasons, but they're ingrained in you, you're going to stick to what you're doing. And that's where consistency comes from. That's where focus comes from. That's where clearance, clearance, clarity comes from. That's where stability comes from. You know, with your thoughts, with your emotions, with your body, um, with your spirituality. That's where it all stems from. You, your personal reasons, your personal experience, your perspective, and honing in on that each and every day. So it just becomes clear and more stable um, and more consistent. All right. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. If you like this video, please like it or leave a review if you're listening to it on the podcast or um, share it. Uh, Subscribe. Leave a comment. If you disagree or you agree or you have a personal experience you'd like to share, I'd love to hear it. Love to talk about it in the next video. Um, And until then, no rush.